So welcome back, uh, I should say, to the Seagulls and the Troller podcast. Uh, you've got me, Louise Norris, and Kane Greenaway. Hello. And Jonathan Martin. Hello. Um, so we've had a recess. <laughs> been away. We've been away for a while, because uh, the football and world's been far too exciting for us to even contemplate talking well, about. Well, I know. So, stop. Um, I think a good place to start would be the Premier League, the big... Lots of chocolates that is the Premier League mm. this year. Um, safe to say it's been pretty exciting. Yeah. Very competitive. Very frustrating for some people. <laughs> um, back in, I think it was September, we were making predictions about sort of what the top four was going to be. And uh, I was listening to one of our older podcasts and I said something about Tottenham being ones to watch and you two were like, ha! <laughs> What does this chick know? Yeah. And then, and then um, Johnny just went, oh, maybe Leicester will win the league and we all had a bit of a laugh and yeah. now it's looking pretty likely. <laughs> Hand out exactly as we didn't think. Exactly. But you weren't to know at the time. So. No. I'm sorry we laughed at you, really. I mean, that was... I know. A bit mean. Yeah. <laughs> a bit sexist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like, Leicester and Spurs. I'm sorry. Right? I don't remember yeah. laughing at you, Louise. No, you did. It hurt. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it, sorry. <laughs> That's a bit mean. Hmm. So, um, first, I want to talk about Leicester because I think credit <clears throat> where credit is due. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelie- unbelievable, obviously. Every I mean, week, match of the day is just. It's pretty amazing. Like isn't we want to, we want to see the proof that this has happened because it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Like the way these fans must be feeling is just incredible. Well. A lot of people have been saying it's possibly one of the greatest sporting achievements ever. Yeah. Certainly mm. the one of the most predictable ones, isn't it? Yeah. Um, greatest sporting achievement in f- uh, English football. Yeah, I can't think of another champion. That. I can't. Well, not in our lifetime. There hasn't been another. Not as unlikely. Unlikely a potential winner as. I mean, there's. There. I, I'm not. I wouldn't necessarily say they're the best team that has ever won the Premier League. Oh, absolutely. Definitely not. not. Most but unlikely. Yeah, definitely. Most unlikely. Not in our lifetime. I can't think of, off the top of my head, any like other surprise teams from before our lifetime. Really, I mean, what Blackburn? Maybe they had a lot of money put into them. Okay, they were quite surprising, but they had got like Jack Walker pumped millions, and they got Alan Shearer. Yeah, Chris Sutton. Obviously. I'm just imagining <laughs> loads of like Leicester fans getting shirts next season that just say the unlikely lads sixteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they would be the most. Unlikely champions, I think. Well, a guy we ever. a guy we play football with's gone and got an England shirt with Vardy on the back. Really? Yeah, yeah. a little bit premature, I thought, but they said the scarves, haven't they? Like Leicester champions, t- two thousand sixteen. Uh, see that's see that's that drinks. Uh, I'm still waiting for the, the wheels to fall off after the draw. Leicester. See, my dad has this. My dad has this thing like you don't wear colours on match day because it's a bad omen. <laughs> Like yesterday, he told me, do not wear your Rangers shirt, just don't wear it. Let alone so, Champions flag before they've. Yeah, before they. And you used to be into I mean, your superstitions, didn't you? Yeah. You were a... Definitely, I was, yeah. What did that entail? Um, what's, the, what's the weirdest thing you used to do? Weirdest thing? Do you have like lucky underpants or. <laughs> Anyone I can remember, not, not weird really at all. I remember I used to wear a particular United shirt, but for only European games. Oh, okay. Uh, Tevez one. And they went, it went through like two years mm. of being lucky and then they I stopped wearing it after the 2009 final and then he left as well. So I just mm. kind of stopped wearing it. But I can't think of any really weird superstitions. 
I had like a, a when I I had a Swindon Town raincoat that I insisted on wearing because whenever I wore it they won. <laughs> rain or shine. But then they ended up getting relegated. So. <laughs> That's the rain every yeah. week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, for a while, I had never, I'd never seen Rangers lose at Ibrooks until my dad noticed that I'd never seen Rangers lose <laughs> at Ibrooks, and then the next time I went, they lost. I was like, lost. "Cheers, Dad." <laughs> Wasn't that against like Jinx that. some car park team? All right, Swindon. Sure. <laughs> car park team. <laughs> they, were, they were like a, they were like a pub team, weren't they? No, this was this was still like. When we were in the Premier League. Oh, oh right. SPL. Yeah. Do you reckon Leicester will see it out now? Well, I, to be honest, I didn't think they'd ever get to the end of the season unbeaten. I didn't think they were going to go unbeaten. They could have easily... I mean, let's talk about the talking point of the game. Turning point, if nothing else, mm. was probably the referee and Jamie Vardy's red card. He could be banned for longer now. Longer, yeah. yeah was it a red card? Um, if, well, if he pulls him for diving, it's a yellow, and it is a it is a dive. It's a weird one because there is. Uh, it's a strange one. I think it is probably right because there is contact on his arm by I think Ogbonna, whoever the defender was, put his hand on his arm. But that it, Jamie Vardy didn't go down because of that. You know, right. he basically put his legs across and wrapped them around this defender's legs and then threw himself over. So for you, it was simulation. Yeah, definitely. He didn't. Uh, he did the same against United last year and got away with, got a penalty for it. I watched a video of it and it's the same. He kind of brings his legs towards, like wraps his legs yeah, yeah. around the strikers. So the hand on him was some contact, but didn't actually, he didn't go down like that had made him go down. Is this not a wider problem though that it seems to me like players nowadays do play for fouls? Yeah. And you know, it's almost applauded when guys stay on, your, what, stay on their feet and you just think, well, oh, we could have gone down. Yeah, oh. but... Part of his thinking. It obviously wasn't enough to go down because he didn't. I can't remember what game I was watching. Someone might have been someone like Rashford or something like that. It might have been, but I can't remember. Probably wasn't abroad. But he did. He could have gone down. And they're like, "Oh, fair play, stayed on your feet." And the commentator was like, "No, I don't want to, you know, encourage that kind of thing. But if he'd have gone down, he would have got a penalty." Yeah. And it's kind of. Sometimes I think it's a bit of a dodgy mm. situation, really. Alan Shearer made was analysing the whole Jamie Vardy situation. He said that the first booking wasn't a booking, but the second was. I can't remember what he got booked for the second one. And also, he said the referee generally had a bad game, and the the final penalty was just to even things up. Soft, under pressure, even things up. Leicester got away with one, yeah, definitely. But I think if Vardy's out, if he gets the ban extended to two games, it means he misses... Swansea game, which they probably would have, they had to hand pick one. That's probably the one he'd miss. They'd choose him to yeah, miss. Yeah. And they're away to United, and if he misses that, they don't beat Swansea and they fail to win at United without Vardy, who's their main goal scorer. Mm. Tottenham could be, and Tottenham win their two games, which is you know, not, easier, not that easy necessarily, but they would be level on points with Leicester. But Vardy, to be fair, in recent weeks hasn't scored that many. No, he's, he's been off, quiet. And so has Mahrez, and yet. They've just they're got the still, goal here they're there, still yeah. plodding on through. If they fail to beat Swansea, that could be the one. I think they might be look. in trouble. Yeah, they have to beat Swansea. I mean, obviously, that's considering Spurs winning both their games, which, you know... Not well, this given, is the thing. I mean, Spurs could lose tonight. So yeah, exactly. I mean, and exactly, so... Nothing, in fact, it's it still was a good point gained. It's still in Leicester's hands, definitely, I think, but... 
I, I still have that inkling thinking they're definitely capable of losing it. Bottling it. Yeah, potentially. Just yeah. slipping up a little bit. It's not I, over yet, is it? West Ham deserve to beat them, really. West Ham are a better team. And obviously yeah, but this is, how, this is yeah. how teams win championships. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. do the whole winning the 1-0s, just, they have done that just well, getting yeah. the job done, and then fighting back when their back's against the ropes. And they're like Chelsea last season. Did exactly the same. I think the pressure partly comes from just the whole country yeah. being so invested in them and wanting them to push through and win it. They know yeah. how ridiculous, like how amazing, how mad it is. One off, almost it would be for them to win the league title, and they think they don't want to be that team going. Oh, I remember when Leicester nearly won the yeah. league title. Yeah, when they nearly won. And yeah, and then because let's be honest, they're not going to do it next year. You'd well, who knows? You'd think but, not, but you'd think this was their. You've been wrong before. I've been wrong before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd think they yeah. wouldn't, but. I think it, it hinges on that Swansea game. If they fail to win that, I think. Should uh, Ranieri be knighted? Some people have been calling for. <laughs> I don't know. No. <laughs> 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 he doesn't really need to be, does he? No. Really? I, don't, I don't think he'd um, ask for that particular No, it's a Claudio Ranieri. Funny. <laughs> it would be as mad as the season is, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> what about the other end of the league? Poor old Villa. Well, I say poor old Villa. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I. I don't have. I have more sympathy for their fans. I mean, yeah. their players just looked uninterested from more or less. Mm. Kick Lesk- one. Do you remember the last time? Shoulders, the last time we were in Birmingham, and who does who had they lost to? Was it Arsenal? Oh yeah, I think they got quite a heavy. At home, it was home, like was they? it like four six nil something, something like that, Arsenal and they were all like walking around the centre of Birmingham. And there was just this couple that I noticed that was like, I really wish there weren't all these people here that could see me wearing this shirt. Know, yeah. mm-hmm. Just like, why am I wearing <laughs> this now? <laughs> and I, I seem to remember the club shop in the centre of Birmingham was rather empty as well. Yeah, it was like 50% sale. <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty, it's, all, it's, it's awful. It's yeah. horrible when it's any terrible. team goes down. And obviously someone has to be bottom of the pack. But I think the most depressing part of it all is when you go down... And your players just are uninterested, you know. You see them on Twitter with Julian Lescott, Julian Lescott with his brand new car, yeah. and you see Gabriel Ambogmahor um, on holiday in Dubai, just making shisha. Yeah. And and now he's been classed as unfit to play. He's had to do extra training. Yeah, I mean, that's right. just at this time of the season holiday. Even you, that's just not acceptable, is it? There's not going to be no Premier League team in Birmingham. Second City won't have a top flight team. Yeah, oh. and potentially. It's quite unlikely there could be no North East mm. team as well. So, a bit strange. You know, Phil have always been in the Premier League. I know, so. yeah. Big rebuilding job. Somewhere. It seems like it's been coming though for a while, though, to be honest. Yeah, they've been a mess really for Lani. Well, this it was a crazy thing, as I know they made that money off Ben Teke and Doubtful. They spent nearly 60 million on players mm. in last summer. So, it's not like they've gone down that easily. Yeah, they might. I think they should have kept Tim Sherwood. To honestly, might yeah. as well have or Paul Lambert or Paul Lambert. They might as well have kept kept them because I think Sherwood in particular. But I think they just bought really badly. Yeah, really, really badly. Just a mess, isn't it? But even so, sixty million is still a lot. To yeah, be relegated exactly. for like you spend that kind of money, you'd you want down, results. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, this could be wrong, but how much have Leicester spent? I don't know who they I'm just wondering if they've spent anywhere not, near not 60 that much. not that much no. and yet they've managed to put a team together that's probably yeah. well got a good chance of winning the... yeah exactly they've spent the thing is like Villa have normally been just sort of like this sort of mid 
table team Always that have just Premier sort of been there. But for Leicester, they're probably playing for it because it means more to them to be up there because it is yeah. so unlikely for them to be up there. It all became so it a little means bit, more. little bit routine, didn't it, for Villa? And I think they should have looked at teams like in the past, Charlton Even and Fulham, <laughs> who just got a little bit comfortable with being a mid-table yeah. team. And they weren't that long ago getting in China to get Champions League. Oh, that's mad, isn't Martin it? And they've gradually dropped off massively. Could just be the nature of the league, maybe. Yeah. But I think it's been coming, really. Last couple of years. A yeah. bit like Wigan and sort of Sunderland as well. Yeah. You can look at those and those teams and been in similar situations and just haven't woken up and sorted things. I feel sorry for the people who work, the staff at Villa are going to be redundant, but those footballers are still going to be earning. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, that's when I feel sorry for yeah. staff being made redundant. It's like, that can't yeah. that seem fair. That's the point Stan Collymore was making because in response to the interview that Julian Lescott gave after the United game, he said it was a weight off his shoulders yeah, or weight off people's shoulders that they're now relegated well, and now they can give... Give a few good games. Yeah. Give the fans what they deserve, good performances. Like, well, good where were the good performances before? <laughs> where were, what's happened to the last faith? Yeah, yeah. Four games. Yeah. And also, a weight off your shoulders, maybe, because you're going to be touted Paid to anyway. probably more Premier League teams and you're going to take home yeah. whatever it is that he gets paid. It's going to be a lot of money, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, and you're going to have guys who, as you say, are going to lose their jobs and not weight off their shoulders. No, exactly. Definitely. Speaking of people losing their jobs, um, let's talk about Van Hal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about his future at Man United. Every single clip I've ever seen on Match of the Day or whatever of Van Hal during a game I've never honestly seen a man look so afraid <laughs> in my yeah. life he genuinely looks like a rabbit in the headlights most weeks he, he, well it's a weird thing because I sort of agree with you but on the other hand he does seem to carry a confidence yeah he, he does it, he? in a weird way but then if your manager doesn't have a confidence then how can you well, he's supposed to carry the team isn't he I think what what I've been hearing on match of the day extra they were talking about how Man United might end up winning. They're looking like they're the favourites to win the FA Cup now. And that's what and, uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's one thing. But if they do that, uh, is that, is that going to be enough to save him if they don't get top four? Because it seems to me like if they win the FA Cup, that's papering over mm. quite big cracks. I think they might keep... I think the board may be looking for any excuse to keep him. Because I know they don't want to fail. Sorry about this. Sorry. Nature of living in a... <laughs> recording in a domestic environment. Um, yeah, I think he... I think they want to keep him. <laughs> is, it Louis? is it Louis? Yeah. Yeah, Was Jolie and Lascott calling to complain? About what we just Yeah, said? I know, yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone called me. misquoted. Yeah, Van Hal heard me talking. I don't. I don't really know. Every game seems to be builders. This is the game that decides his future, his fate. Well, he was going, wasn't he, after the Stoke match on Boxing yeah, Day? And he's, and still, he's here. still So, I don't. Know. I think if they get an opportunity to keep him, I think Edward doesn't want another failed appointment on his on his hands. So, possibly he would look to keep him if he still ha- if he still retains the power. He might not have that power anymore, but it might be the Glazers who decide. But. 
Uh, what do you make of the game on on Saturday? Um, <laughs> good three points. Bearing, bearing. <laughs> he said know, that. Look, really. He says I, looking at the floor. Yeah. I mean, uh, you're still in touching distance of the top four, but I don't think we're consistent enough to get top four. Really. Considering the team you were playing was one. Oh, it enough. was yeah, it was really poor. Really, I think should be beating Villa more comfortably than that. It wasn't exactly like Villa were a team fighting for survival either. They were just kind of like go on see how many yeah. can score against us and we like we only we only want one. <laughs> Thank you. The one gripe that I have at the minute with Man United and the whole Van Hal thing is the fact that like if it's just the fact that Moyes didn't get this long. Mm. That really, really bugs me. Yeah. It's why it's why I'm really, really struggling to get behind him because Moyes didn't get this long. He I don't know like what the deal with Van Hal is, but like I think as Kate says, seems... they just don't want another sacking, well, no. sacking to his name. Edward doesn't want his reputation has given him a lot more time. Mm. Moyes unfortunately didn't have the reputation. I'm not saying that's fair. I'm just saying I think that's probably why. Yeah, maybe. But under Moyes, even though they were probably playing slightly more entertaining football potentially, as in you look at the goal. I mean, this season compared to Moyes' season, we'd scored like nearly 30 more goals under Moyes and had a couple more points. Admittedly, we were a lot lower down the league, but that was just a... I mean, you can only play what's put in front of you, but... Yeah, I, I, I personally thought they, they should have given Moyes time anyway. I said that at the time. Um, but they set a bit of an unhealthy precedent if they by sacking Moyes, because now, now we're struggling under Van Hal, like We need to get rid of him as well. Get someone else in. Every yeah. time someone struggles, yeah. they get Mourinho in and... A year or so down the line, he's struggling a bit. We're not doing as well as everyone thought he would because he's going to come with a massive reputation if he gets the job. People expect him to win it his first season, I reckon. More money spent as well. Then people would be like, oh, let's sack Mourinho and bring someone else in. Yeah. And it'd be like a cycle and they probably want, oh, let's get some lesser known manager with, you know, you know, who can build the club up again after because Mourinho wasn't right or whatever. You know, you can just see it happening again and again and again because they're just yeah. so impatient and the board only. Sort of fed into those fans' belief that they need to chip successful now instantly by sacking Moyes after seven months of the season, yeah. ten mm. months in charge or something. But so, if anything, they've learnt from that. Do you reckon? I don't want to give them too much credit for it. Really, I think they're more trying to watch or whoever's. I imagine it's more Ed Woodward more than the Glazers. I imagine he's just trying to watch his own back more than anything. Mm. Like thinking, let's keep Van Hal or the board, whoever's involved in the hiring and firing. We're like, well, we don't want to, you know, because Edward, if he has to sack Van Hal, the Glazers might be like, we spent all this money and we've had to sack two managers and we're still not back where we were before mm. under Ferguson. And they won't care how difficult it is to get back to how it was under Ferguson. They'll be like, that's not good enough. And he could be gone. So I think he, more than learning from. I don't want to give him too much credit going, oh no, no, we stick with Van Howley, he'll come good, hopefully. I think they're more going, if I sack him, I'm going to be vulnerable. Yeah. If maybe he goes mutually at the end of the season, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks for your time. Might save him still, but... I don't know. They just seem to I mean, lack it... so much soul. The, the whole team seems to just lack any sort of direction and... Mm. Obviously, consistency, and I think the bizarre thing is you wouldn't. I don't think you'd put any of the United players apart from maybe uh, De Gea 
in any of the top four teams, really. They just wouldn't fit in there, you know? know? They're just not good enough. They're a bunch of strangers. Yeah, they are, yeah. And you've got a lot of young players who you're unfortunately relying on, which is good to have, but when you rely on them, they aren't going to play well every week, so by nature they don't. But the other players aren't. The more reliable, so say, older pros aren't. For some reason, that's the manager's fault, their fault, or probably a bit of both, that they're not helping those young players, you know, ride any wave of inconsistencies, you know what I mean? Frustration made it, you know, even greater by the fact that teams like Leicester have got such a yeah, strong that, team. They're an example of, and Tottenham an example of a good team, because individually they're probably not, it's not many, you look at him and go, he's top class. In yeah, exactly. In a team, they work top, and they make a top class team. So that's what it's about, really, isn't it? Mm, entirely, yeah. Mostly, yeah. Um, so, talking about Man United players, uh, we'll move on to the Euros, because there's a massive thing about whether Rooney should play or whether he shouldn't. Uh, what do we think? Johnny? Well, I, I think he will. He'll definitely go, no question about it. It's a, it's a totally fruitless argument or debate as to whether Wayne Rooney will go, whether he should go. I... I don't know. I think he probably should in as much as I think he's done enough for the team overall to justify faith in him. But I think mm. if you were to be ruthless, you wouldn't take him on form. And also there's this, I get a feeling with Wayne Rooney that he's very much old England. He's that mm. previous stock of players and he's yeah. still got that monkey on his back. He's got the England monkey on his back and he just can't seem to shake it off when it comes to big tournaments. And I don't know, I just, I sort of feel like maybe you need to take a bit more of a risk on the likes of Vardy and Definitely. Harry Kane. I don't know, Sturridge, to a certain extent, I don't think he's much to write home about for England, really. No. I don't know, I th- he definitely will go. I'm not sure he will. I'm not sure he will. I might, oh, really? I might surprise us. If, he, if Rooney doesn't play the rest of the season, those hopefully cup cup final six seven games and play well or like he apparently played well on Saturday it, it doesn't score a few goals and look like sharp for those for now on for those games I reckon he might say oh I know he's not fit enough to take I mean at the, at the moment I would probably take a punt on Rashford ahead of Rooney just in as much as He's just going to have that youthful vigour that you need, a little bit of youthful mm. enthusiasm, naivety maybe, you know, like Rooney had when he started for England. I don't know, I think it's too early for Rashford as well. I'm just mm. saying that out of the two of them, I, I think form should definitely play a part. Oh, yeah. But I don't think it will. I, th- I think he will end up. I reckon Hodgson might surprise us maybe. And Do you think he deserves to go? I, I think so. I take him. I think he's still... I know for, I agree with form is important. If he isn't fully fit for the rest of the season, and you know Rooney takes a few games to go in, I, you wouldn't almost take the risk on him. Although I think he'd be good. I think he's the sort of person, if he's not playing, he knows that you're not fully fit. But you're part of the squad. You're the England captain. You might not play, but you're part of the squad. I think he'd be good in the dressing room. I don't think he'd be a bad apple because he's not yeah. playing. Although we have done that before with the likes of Beckham, who went out yeah. to South Africa and... That was pretty disastrous, wasn't it? Well, I think that was just the team and what can But I, I still think oh, I know. As but I this said, is what I mean. Would you take him just to just to be part of the team? I'm not sure that's good enough reason for me. No, I don't no. think that's good enough for Wayne Rooney either. But I, I, I know I totally agree with you. Form is really important, but I still think 
What's he offering for you then? Rooney, I think, is could be that difference. I think like Kane and Vardy in great form, and hopefully they'll score for England and whoever else goes. But I think Rooney can be that that play, still that play could be a difference between a glorious. So even they could get to semi final penalty shot exit, and the play makes that little difference that gets you to a final or whatever. I mean, I think he's got more, and he's still got that in his locker. He's still for me. On his day, again, if he, up to if he can prove his fitness, he's still the most talented player England have. In, in all, I think in all positions, like, but particularly up front. Mm. And I agree with you, form is important, but I think you've got to think, actually, you know, Rooney's... Well, I, I don't even think necessarily form. I mean, I, I just wonder what what evidence have you seen in him over... I mean, clearly you're basing it on his most of his career for England, mm. not just... Yeah. On the form, because obviously on form he wouldn't go, would he? And we've never had such riches up front mm. to choose from. I just don't... I, I, I'd i be very... I think we'd be naive to go up front with Vardy and Kane. I think we'd get maybe you know quite far, potentially, but I think we play a really disciplined, good side, and they're just... just you know, you get to, like... Playing to, even like Italy, Spain, Germany, you get to play them in the, in the finals, and they're so strong and I think we could get quite far without Rooney but I think Rooney can be that player who can make that difference mm. maybe where well, those guys can get you far definitely they could get to like the semi-final or something but I think you play a really good disciplined side who can pick you off and just go shut Vardy Kings are inexperienced out of the out of the game and you just I think Rooney's Rooney's a bit different they're quite similar I think Rooney's a bit different to any other player we've got mm. but what about uh Bringing in Andy Carroll. Well, they've been talking about that, haven't they? Roy Hodgson's essentially dismissed it, but I kind of agree with Roy Hodgson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going just because one player scores an English player, he scores a hat trick, and he happens to be English, should just take him. To this the... is yeah. This is classic <laughs> bandwagon. Yeah. Jumping, isn't it? Everyone jumps on. Yeah. Andy Carroll because he scored a hat trick. Well, fine, yeah, but it's not fair, does he do it every match? <laughs> well, I, no. yeah. I agree. Andy Carroll's a useful. To... He's amazing in the air, and he's a useful kind of possible sub, that like option to have. But for I don't me, think he's just another. He's, he's a bit like Emil Heskey in a way. I mean, you bring yeah. him on because you you're losing and you just want to chuck long balls. And England don't even play I'd like say that. Say England, England aren't going to play. They like just that, don't so. play like that. I think. I don't think no, he don't fits think in. And if, we're, if we're, I think if we're having to go, would Rooney go? Yeah, yeah exactly. Surely not yeah, Andy yeah. Carroll. One Andy Carroll has only started seven games or something this season. Yeah. It's just and fair like on it when West Ham use him properly, he is a hell of a handful. And I think fair play to him. He's well, actually, he did all right as well in the last yeah. Euros. He went out. Yeah, didn't no, he? he scored yeah. a couple of goals, and it was all. Thing is, like like Liverpool but... found they bought him, and then Brendan Rodgers didn't want to play the way that used him best. There's no point really. But it, I, I can see why you might think well, he's a useful. Mm. But you'd have to not take. You'd have to lose a striker like say Welbeck or Sturridge or Rooney. Even you think, would you rather take Carroll over them? Mm. Probably not. So what strikers would you take? Presumably it's four, is it? Yeah, I think four or five probably. So between Vardy, Kane, Rooney, Sturridge, Sturridge and Welbeck probably. I think Welbeck's yeah. very useful because he can play out wide as well. I think Walcott will probably struggle to get in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Get in for Arsenal, I don't think right? I'd take um, Walcott or um, Oxlade-Chamberlain. They don't get in enough for no. Arsenal. They're just not, not playing enough. Yeah. Wouldn't take Jack Wilshire. Definitely. Oh no. <laughs> no. Wouldn't take him down the pub. Not even. <laughs> not even to carry the bag. No. no. <laughs> not as the ball boy. <laughs> no, not even risking him in that no. position. You get Awful. Injured. Get injured. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think Rooney, I kind of agree, Rooney's kind of old England and it's kind of merging old with new at the minute, I think. It's it's a risk because no one's expecting England to, well, no one at this point is expecting England to win it. Not, unlike, so why not until not they score the a risk? goal. Well, yeah, okay. Not until we warm up for yeah. the first game. <laughs> yeah. England, England score a goal well, and then know, England I'm fans everywhere are just like, I'm yeah, we're going to win this. England fans change as soon as they play anyone. But Fickle. Yeah, yeah, but like seriously though, if England go out and Rooney's not there, I don't think anyone's going to be like, well, you should have taken Rooney. <laughs> seriously, I don't think anyone would say that. I don't think any England fan, Man United fans aside, (laughs) genuinely believe that Wayne Rooney is the difference between England winning that competition and not. I'd say I think he is, obviously. I I, I, I see your point. Yeah. Whereas if you take the risk on these other guys, then let's just see what happens. And if we're terrible, then we sack Roy Hodgson and we go back to square one. I could see a driver going quite far and getting beaten like the semi-finals and be like oh that was a great effort but that would be good no that would be good or I can see us getting beaten in the group stages like we did the World Cup kind of just kind of playing okay at times but just getting knocked out yeah, early on yeah, yeah. and going look it's bright the next tournament we'll have it <laughs> next World Cup but, yeah. oh, Roy not again not really <laughs> World Cup of getting beat by drawing no no of Costa Rica because yeah. they, they didn't need to go they'd already qualified yeah. and they just chilled out awful and and then you see uh, Jack Wiltshire in a swimming pool smoking a doobie. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shisha. Yeah. He is, he is stealing a living at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Um, he's probably on about 78 grand a week, isn't he? Yeah, I think so. Probably. This reminds me, you were saying about how England score a goal. Do you remember 2010 World Cup? England were awful. Mm. Like 0-0 draw of Algeria is forever etched in my mind. <laughs> and I remember they when you know, we went through and we... Was it the last 16 we played Germany? We beat Slovenia 1-0, like a scrappy Jermaine Defoe goal. And we luck. I remember John Terry like saved them scoring on the line. Yeah, we were yeah. really jammy yeah, going yeah. through. I remember going to the Germany, Germany game thinking, we're going to win the World Cup. Yeah. We're going to knock Germany yeah, out. Yeah. And obviously we got our ass handed to us. I kind of, like, it's annoying, but I do kind of admire that about England fans. Mm. Like, you get a goal and... So in the last World Cup, though, didn't and in the last Euros, I like, didn't ever at one point think England are going to... No, didn't no, get a no, chance no, in the no, last no, World no. Cup, admittedly. We're out before you could really take stock. No, no, I was I was more ridiculous than that. I remember the following day talking to Louise's dad, who's Scottish, <laughs> uh, and saying, yeah, but if such and such lose and they lose, and then we might get through on one point or something, <laughs> or goal difference or something yeah. like that. Well, that's clutch and it's strong. Yeah, and we'd already lost our first two games, and I was thinking we could get through three points and goal Something happened. Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, it was another game yeah. against us, but yeah. And then obviously that, yeah. It's just a, a mess, really. Yeah, it was a mess. Missed out on that good World Cup. Yeah. Didn't we? Well, I didn't actually see that that nil-nil game in Algeria because I was, oh. to a lot of people's minds, watching something even more boring. I was at a Keen gig. The <laughs> <laughs> Roy Keen. Yeah, yeah. Can you stay with your eyes open? <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, Standing. It was horrendous. That was the game at the end. Rooney went. So much for your own fans cheering you on because England oh, fans were right, yeah, or yeah. something like that. Isn't it? It was just that. Oh, I remember horrend- that. I, don't, I remember that. It was awful. Mm. Worst game of football I've ever seen. Because that's how you win over fans, of course, game. Wayne. Both teams. Yeah, because he, he got... Looking he directly got, into a camera. And going, it's nice to hear your fans cheering for you, isn't it? Yeah. Sarcasm isn't uh, understood in every country, Wayne. No. Um, I'll get you in Particularly not in the uh, British media. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the worst from was both teams. the time teams. and a place, Wayne. Mm. Worst game of football I've ever seen. That was from both teams. You yeah. wouldn't know that was a World Cup game. No. 
Sure. And you want to take this guy? <laughs> well, it's a relief. It's a relief when England get knocked out in a way because you're like, oh, oh finally. Now at least over. we can start enjoying the World Cup. I remember like, like when we had like, you know, 2002, 2006 teams. The 2006 team was the last team I really liked. And we like, I remember being like upset when they got knocked out on penalties. <laughs> mm. But now, like if they get knocked out, I'm down, I'm disappointed they got knocked out, but I'm just like, it's not the same anymore. They don't have the same. That team of. Do you not think that's more because you're a naive child who genuinely believed there was a chance in England yeah, yeah. won't win? But a lot of the players were like United players. Players I liked. Ah, Beckham, the Neville's Skulls, but yeah, Andy Cole, Sheringham. There's loads of them. Except every tournament, it but seemed no. like it was those Man United players that got it hardest. Oh yeah, they always United. There's a strange relationship between. Well, everyone hates Maynard, I don't know if you're not, unless you're Maynard fan, yeah, yeah. so the Buck usually, mm. on the, you know, Rooney, Beckham, Phil Neville, they yeah, I remember. Absolutely. A lot of stick. Right. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Seriously depressed. <laughs> misery. Oh, wow. Well, we'll cheer things up, and we'll talk about the massive event yesterday that was the Scottish Cup semi-final. Mm. And unlike most people, on a Sunday, I was at work. So I missed the whole thing. Lucky you. Um, but I was Luckily, so yeah, nervous. Luckily, our reporter came. I didn't yeah. watch it, actually. I didn't watch it, yeah. Well, I was wondering when you texted me and said, you know the score, don't you? I, well, I thought maybe I was you were recording it. Well, no, I was going to text you back and go, no, why what happened? Yeah, I thought, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. say what's happening. You'd be like, I'm watching when I get home. No, no. no I won't say far too nervous for any of that. But um, just sort of want to say, in terms of the Scotland team, I don't think they should take Scott Brown anywhere. No, he was a little bit bad. What a mare he had yesterday. I've never really watched him play that often, but I always got the impression he was like kind of Celtic's answer, or Scottish football's answer, like Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can keep it all simple. He's going to be really tough, and you think he'll lead the team on. He was was shocking. I mean, that that first Rangers goal, he essentially, he essentially passed the ball. I mean, to like Kenny Miller, foot out, didn't he? And, and it was a bit like he doesn't play for you anymore. Yeah, yeah. He played once. Sorry, Scott, he wears blue now. Yeah, you didn't yeah. get the memo. Um, yeah. yeah, but I mean, I do, I do feel quite bad. Like to go out on penalties. If that was us going out on penalties, I'd think that was super unfair. Do you feel bad though? No. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't showing it that much yesterday. I'll be I was honest. no yesterday. Yesterday when I yeah. got up, I was trying to show this. Oh, I'm not bothered. I'd prefer to beat Hibs than Celtic. I don't really care. And then when I found out that we were winning one nil <laughs> at half time, I was like, "Come on!" And then the rest of the day, I was just so nervous. Did not know what happened. Rangers deserve to win. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think. I've got to say, I haven't watched loads of like Celtic or Rangers, but Celtic, I was shocked by how this is the champ, probable champions, well, yeah, best team in exactly. Scotland, and they were shocking. The one They're thing. Awful. Yeah. The one thing that the one thing that really really got me was. It's like what Neil McCann said on Sky Sports. He said, these are like the supposed champions of Scotland. And everyone bigs them up and whatever. But there wasn't actually, from what I saw, that much difference in the play between Celtic and Rangers. I think 2-2 or any kind of draw would have been the perfect scoreline because that's exactly how it seemed. It's a lose-lose for Celtic in a way. They, unless they won and won like 4-5-0, it would have been like, you should be beating them. Mm. So if you win 1-0, 2-0, no, we expected that of you. And if obviously they don't win or don't win comfortably, they would get a lot of stick. But the standard wasn't great, but Rangers were better because they actually 
partly because they were the underdogs and they weren't expected to go and beat really go and win and play really well. But they actually like had a go and they attempted to play well and they did play they did play pretty well. I'm not sure how you know Celtic were awful, but Rangers to be fair made them look bad as well. I think they wanted it more. They were more up for it. I think it meant I think it meant more to us hmm. definitely because you know we've just won the league and we're just coming out of this four years of complete ridicule mm. and like it's easy to poke you know poke fun at them and whatever but they did deserve that yesterday they definitely did deserve that yesterday i wasn't I expecting rangers to be amazing as in because obviously they're in the championship and they're sad to rebuild so i wasn't expecting them i know a lot of their players are like exiting league one players and fair play to manager for making them a good team but i wasn't so I, but i was i thought they, they played well and their goals were great yeah. as well. That, I mean, Barry, Mackay, that yeah. Barry Mackay goal was unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I just and don't have to stop thinking the, the of it. The week before in that other final was an absolute screamer. It's a, it's, a, it's a really good team, but this is what, you know, like... Warburton's done. Warburton has been the best thing that happened to that club in a long time. Mm. He's really, really, you know, pushed them. He's got a good team, but he's got a good young team. As well, like there are senior yeah. members of the team, but he's got oh, yeah. a, he's got a good young team that fit together and they all work together. And you know, I, I guess like that's the sort of positive you take from these four years is that they've managed to build a team. They've made the team stronger, and you know, I think it's well deserved to be honest. You hate me for saying this, but I think Warburton would be very good for the Aston Villa rebuilding again for Aston Villa. This is the trouble whether you can keep holding yeah. it. Really, I don't know if I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was really nice to see him so passionate yesterday, mm. when when we won. He was just. I mean, the man was in tears, which was so nice. Yeah, he's clearly not just treating it as a. <laughs> yeah, it's not a like means a to get higher in his career. Just that, you know. Obviously, he's useful for that, but he, it really means something. To yeah, he does care. They shouldn't. I mean, on you know paper and places and I know they're rivals and it makes a bit more you know, unsure what's going to happen but they shouldn't have won that game as in Celtic should be winning that game because they're, they're Premier League champions but they were just well that's awful. that's been the whole problem with the Scottish Premier League since we've left mm, definitely because you've taken us out of the equation but we're you know bit of, lot of the biggest team in Scotland so without us you're losing money you're losing fans like you know they've losing had interest. Well, yeah, Celtic have had you know, em- pretty empty stadiums. It's you. What I remember Celtic, what four or five years ago, beating Barcelona. Mm. I remember watching them play United, and they're always really tough. And they're just now that standard has dropped so much. Like they awful in Europa League. They play like anyone very good, and they just can't compete really. It's because the league that they're in isn't as competitive anymore. Mm, absolutely. They don't, they don't really have anything to play for because it's just sort of a given that they'll the probably win it. So what's it. the point? And, actually and what, what it, kind of what kind of um, player wants to go and play in a team like that? Like surely that's part of the buzz of being a footballer is that it's, it's a, a competitive. Up, it? Well, I think that's yeah. why you look through the team and don't recognize many of the names, you know. No. Whereas before you did, you yeah. recognized Neil Lennon and uh, yeah, they had like Henrik Larsson. Henrik Larsson. Like, actually, the no, last one to play for Barcelona, Man United. I mean, he was obviously great. Was, yeah, they didn't have anyone like Lee Griffiths. He scored a lot of goals, but that probably sums up the league. He was anonymous yesterday. I know he hit the bar with a free kick, but he was 
not Henrik Larsson, is he? No. no. Oh, God, no. And actually, if that's the standard that wins that league, you can imagine Rangers be interesting next season, yeah. pushing for the top spots again. Should I mean. be more entertaining next season, the league, because... I'm hoping so. Back to normal. The thing is, it went, the Hopefully. problem with Scottish football, I always thought, eventually, in the last few years, Rangers were still in it, was that it was always going to be Rangers or Celtic. And it's got even worse now because it's just Celtic. That's not even well, it's not even have, one competition team. It could have it could have been Aberdeen, but like well, I think they over thirty odd games are not going to last. Inevitably, Celtic were going to pull away yeah. like they've done and over time. Yeah, they had a go. They did a good job, but they they can't compete unfortunately. Anymore. No, you won't get like a Leicester equivalent really. I don't think. No, in, no. In Scottish football. Just because the gap is still even like Celtic are poor, not a great team. The gap's huge between Celtic and you know everyone else in that league. But hopefully Rangers might make will make it more at least one team more interesting. There might be actually be two teams fighting for the title. I do think that it is quite good that the final is now actually two championship teams yeah. rather than Celtic and something. Hibs should be out there as well. Like you want Hibs and Hearts as well because they have a derby. Mm. You want that kind of in. Mm. Was it last season? They had Hearts, Hibs, and Rangers, and yeah. there's probably better teams. Three better teams than you know, probably Bar Celtic than the rest of the Scottish Premier League. And in yeah. the Championship, is bizarre isn't it? how they all got relegated. Mm. Crazy, really. Well, they all thought, well, let's get rid of Rangers, we'll yeah. win something. And it didn't happen, it backfired massively. So, so no, just Celtic will just win now. Yeah. <laughs> given Celtic will win. Yeah. But that should be interesting next season. Mm. The one thing, I mean, it will be a good final because I don't really actually. Not that bothered about Celtic, really. Like, it's old, sort of, school schoolyard. Yeah. Like, stuff. But I much prefer to beat Hibs, to be honest. Because you've been in the same league. Yeah, they're the rivalry at the moment, they're aren't they? They're the main rivalry, rivalry. Then, And I don't Should really like Stokes. Really. Final. He's ex-Celtic as well, isn't he? He right. is, yeah. Yeah, but that's not, that's not why. No, <laughs> I wouldn't suggest anything like that. No, definitely not. No, no, Louise. <laughs> you're not like that at all. You'll probably hate Celtic again next season when you're playing them. Yeah, when I have to title. look at when I have to look at them, I get all hate yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, but but now them. you're just casually brushing them aside on your like, way to <laughs> victories. Then it's not a problem. Yeah, no. But I I do think it's a good win yesterday. I think um, it was well deserved. And oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the main thing about that game was everyone saw it coming. Yeah, there was a, there was a sense of inevitability about it, wasn't there? And everyone everyone was just like, "Ah, oh, well, Celtic are winning. Like they've got us beat." before we've kicked a ball because we're in a lower league and yeah. that's not necessarily the case in football. Oh, did you find that? I was I meant inevitability the Rangers. It seemed like Rangers just written like that they... Rangers would win that game. Rangers played like <clears> they believe they would. Well, win. no, I didn't I, I think didn't you're think... right, but for me it felt like I didn't think Rangers that... would end thought... up winning it. Yeah. To be fair, I did think that there was a chance we could like the last time we played Celtic, I thought no way, and I was really happy that they did only beat us 2-0. Because that could have been very much more painful than it was, but probably sums up Warburton, the job Warburton's yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. Like, we could beat him. But this time, because I know defensively Celtic aren't great at the moment, I thought pretty even. Fair, they did, this they, could go either way. This they is did pretty fifty-fifty. Finest graduate of Man City's wonderful academy, Deirdre Boyata. Mm. It's probably the only. Oh, I, think, I think he might be the only graduate, mm. but he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, even <laughs> <Only>. when. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get a dig in there. Yeah. <laughs> We're digging at rivals, let's, you know. Johnny, anything you want to say about your rivals? I don't really have any rivals. No. Your yeah, rival, no one's good your, enough. No, your, 
<laughs> your rival just is Swindon yeah. at the minute. So, it's just basically anyone Swindon play. So yeah. this weekend it was Berry. The wonderful thing about Swindon at the minute is just the wonderful. fact that, the fact that you always just say, "Well, we only lost two 0 Yeah, well, it sort of it sort of makes me feel like I'm watching my. Do you remember when we were in under 11s football? <laughs> And we yeah. used to come home, we could just get battered every week. I remember one week we got beaten 22 nil or something yeah. outrageous like that. We'd come in and we'd just be so depressed. Oh, how'd you get on this week? Oh, it was only 8 nil. Yeah, you know. And then sometimes it was only 2 nil. We managed to only concede two goals over 90 minutes. And that was considered a bit of an achievement, you know. And scored. it's becoming a bit like that. Well, <laughs> when we scored, it was something else. But yeah. it's becoming a bit like that with Swindon. You know, oh, you've you both home. got a little twinkle in your eye yeah. when you said, well, when we no, scored. Like now, my mum will say, oh yeah, but we only lost 2 nil. Sorry, only lost two nil. Since they gave him, miserable. Since they gave Luke Williams a full time like five year deal, they haven't won. Yeah, oh, man. they're winning like quite easily when he when he was interim. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> bit of a mess. Mm. Poor Swindon. Magic football, but maybe mm. next season, you know, you'll have the magic of Leicester. <laughs> Champions League. Leicester <laughs> in Champions League. Well, Leicester have given me a bit of pleasure, really. I think they've given all like sort of lower league football fans yeah. a bit of hope to be honest well I, I don't ever think Swindon will do that but you know oh, it's, it's just enjoyable it's just enjoyable to see for as a neutral it's just mm. enjoyable to see that happen but yeah I hope they don't let me down at the last minute no I hope they don't either yeah cool so uh, if uh, everything's been covered yeah I think so I think so, so. yeah We'll call that a day then. So uh, thanks for listening to The Seagulls and The Trawler. You've had me, Louise Norris, and Ken Greenaway. Goodbye. And Jonathan Martin. Bye. Uh, don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud or download us on iTunes. See you next time. Bye.